Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along, and if not, no problem. We'll put it all together for you. So let's get started. Today we are starting a new, um, a new book. It's the book of Ezekiel. Now, we're so we're back in the Old Testament. And remember, earlier this summer, we'd been studying Isaiah and then Jeremiah, and then sort of like what I call Jeremiah Part 2, Lamentations. And now we're getting to this other book, uh, this other major prophet. I think Jeremiah was a major prophet, and uh, Isaiah was a major prophet, and I think Ezekiel was a major prophet. I think there's one more, but uh, Ezekiel certainly um, is a major prophet. He sees visions of heaven, visions of God, and he's got one of the longest books in the in the Bible. So he was a relentless uh prophet and um declaring god now um the name ezekiel means god strengthens or may god strengthen and it's appropriate for this prophet um because he's proclaiming a message of uncompromising judgment and later a message of restoration for god's sake not for israel's sake and so um he is one of the the people who've been um, exiled. Remember when Isaiah was, he was, uh, he was prophesying that Israel was going to fall and nobody believed him. And then Jeremiah was pleading for the people to repent. Nobody believed him. And then of course they lived right through it. They, you know, the Southern kingdom did fall. The Northern kingdom had fallen earlier. The Assyrians come, came in and took away the people into captivity in the Northern kingdom. And then the Babylonians came in and and uh, and finally took over the the people in the southern kingdom. Now, um, Jeremiah eventually gets, um, you know, he stays with the remnant. They they give him the opportunity to to stay with the remnant, the people who were left over in uh, in uh, in uh, the southern kingdom in Judah. But um, he eventually gets uh, taken back to Egypt with the people in the southern kingdom. Um, even after all that, they weren't trusting God to protect them. So they, they flee, and they, uh, they flee their own promised land, and then they you know, take Jeremiah against his own advice with them, and he, he probably lives out his days there exiled in Egypt. With Ezekiel, he's forced. He's a forced captive, and he is now making that long walk um, from the southern kingdom of Jerusalem over to, to Babylon. Uh, 
And so that's where he is. He is speaking to a community of people forced from their home. And so um, Jehoiachin had been the younger leader that gets appointed. He was only 18 years old, and he was only on the throne three months. And then the um, Babylonians come in, take over, and they put a puppet king, uh, Jehoiachin's uncle, Zedekiah, on the throne. So Zedekiah, the puppet throne's on the, 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 the puppet. He's, uh, he's the puppet king while Jehoiachin gets exiled to Babylon. So like he's a prisoner king. He's an exile king. And he's going along with uh, Ezekiel uh, on this trip to Babylon. So Jeremiah would have been older than uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel probably knew all about Jeremiah's prophecies. And maybe while Jeremiah was still there, people would report to him about Ezekiel being a prophet. Isn't it interesting how God gives him the, the people a prophet. Jeremiah was sending uh, encouragement to the people who were going to be captive, writing letters about that. And then um, God has Ezekiel right there with them as well. So Ezekiel is um, deeply concerned about um, God and the, the holiness of God in the Spirit of God. So, um, I've never studied this book. I'm really excited to study. I've read a few of the first chapters, but I'm really excited to go along with all of you in this study. Um, I know Matali's excited about this too. So, we're only doing the first four verses today. That's what our schedule calls for. So, I'm just going to read the first four verses and give a few comments about this. Chapter 1, verse 1. In the 30th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the Shebar Canal. Now, Ezekiel is being very specific here. He is pinpointing this day of So when he's talking about the 30th year, uh, it's kind of an obscure you know, marker in time. It might be his 30th year. He might have been 30 years old. I think uh, yeah, he started, I believe, when he was around 25 years old when, when the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel. But um, that might have been when it was. He was marking time by his own age. Um, not sure here, but the bottom line is, is he's very exact. Uh, he's very exact when this, when uh, about this uh, upcoming uh, uh, vision he's getting ready to have. The first chapter, first verse of Ezekiel begins with him talking about this vision. He gets right to the point because it must have been a powerful event. And he was among the exiles. So he is, you know, walking this miserable walk from Jerusalem, the southern kingdom, being marched as prisoners under captivity with, um, with the people. And it's a miserable walk. There's a lot of pain and sorrow and grief. And they were by this uh, Shabar Canal, which is um, just an offshoot, I believe, of 
the, the Euphrates River. It's it's on the way um, uh, to uh, Babylon. This would have been at a point where they're resting or camping or um, you know they're they're stopping for a period of time. It's not like he's out on his own. He's definitely under captivity. So the heavens were open, and I saw visions of God. Now, McGee points out real quickly that he doesn't see God himself. He sees visions of God. And so, um, interesting that we can't see God. No man has seen God, and not even Ezekiel. But this powerful thing that he's getting ready to be handed to him is just a vision of God. Maybe because God you know, feels like he's not ready to see himself. But in any event, he saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiachin. So now he, he marks time differently here. It's uh, the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiachin. So Jehoiachin's already been there earlier. Remember, there was two... Um, there were two... Uh, migrations of people they came in and took sort of the upper class people first and then he comes back later and it would have been it could have been this event he would have taken people after that the rest of the people so it, this is probably ezekiel was probably with the rest of the people so in any event um the the word of the lord came to ezekiel the priest the son of buzzy uh, in the land of the uh, Chaldeans by the Chebar Canal, and the hand of the Lord was upon him there. So it looks like the hand of the Lord comes on him now. So maybe it was in his 30th year. Um, I might have said when he was 25 earlier, um, but he might have gone into exile when he was 25. Maybe that's it. Um, but in any event, it was very specific in time that it was the fifth year of the, of the exile of King Jehoiachin. The word came to Ezekiel. And that was in the 30th year, fourth month on the fifth day. I don't know if that's April 5th on his 30th, uh, you know, 30 years old. But in any event, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzzi, the in the land of the Chaldeans by the Chevar Canal. Verse 4, and this is our final verse. As I looked, behold, a stormy wind came out of the north. A stormy wind is sort of a reference to a foreshadowing of the coming, the coming of God, the coming of the Lord. can't really see the Lord, but you can see Him coming. You can see Him coming as the, in the power of, of nature itself. Out of the north... And a great cloud with brightness around it, and flashing fire forth continually in the midst of the fire as it were gleaming metal. So this thing is stormy. It's a wind. It's cloudness. But it's a cloud that's bright with fire flashing continually. And in the midst of fire, something gleaming as if it's metal. 
He doesn't even have words to describe it. He can't describe it. The only thing he can say is it sort of looks like the metal. But it's not. He doesn't know. What an amazing start to a chapter. I mean, how many books in the Bible start off with this kind of an opening scene? Boom! It's it's big. It's It's powerful. And this is the glory of the Lord coming. So this is where we will stop today. We'll continue our study as we get started a little bit more in this powerful book, looks to be, of Ezekiel. And he is seeing something that is definitely um, out of place in the middle, arguably, of the most disorganized, chaotic <clears throat> part of the history, history of the nation Israel. They're, ca- they're captive. The, the nation now is captive, and they're really in bondage going to Babylon. And the people have suffered tremendously during the, the, um, during the takeover of Babylon. And now we get a vision of the Lord right in the middle of that. So from me to all of you, I hope this is helpful. God bless you. We'll see you next time as we continue this study in Ezekiel. Take it away, Matali. Hello. So today we begin our study in the book of Ezekiel. It's exciting. I'm excited to actually learn more about um, this prophetic book. And um, our teaching is beginning at chapter 1 of Ezekiel beginning at at verse 1 all the way to verse 4. So Ezekiel was a priest, but he never actually served in that office as he was taken captive during the reign of Jehoiachin. And we can find this in 2 Kings chapter 24, verses 10 all the way to verse 16. I'll quickly turn to um, 2 Kings chapter 24, beginning to read at... Verse 10 and scripture reads, At the time the servants of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against Jerusalem and the city was besieged. And Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came against the city as his servants were besieging it. Then Jehoiachin, king of Judah, his mother, his servants, his princes, and his officers went out to the king of Babylon. And the king of Babylon, in the eighth year of his reign, took him prisoner. And he carried out from there all the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. And he cut in the pieces all the articles of gold which Solomon king of Israel had made in the temple of the Lord as the Lord had said. Also he carried into captivity all Jerusalem, all the captains and all the mighty men of valor. 10,000 captives and all the craftsmen and smiths, none remained except the poorest people of the land. And he carried Jehoachin captive to Babylon, the king's mother, the king's wife, his officers, and the mighty of the land he carried into captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. All the valiant men, 7,000, and the craftsmen and smith, 1,000, all who were strong and 
fit for war. These the king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon. So here we see Ezekiel was one of the people who was taken captive um, during um, the deportation um, of uh, the, the nation um, Israel of Jerusalem. So here Joachim reigned 11 years and he was king when the first deportation took place. And, you know, Daniel was taken at that time as well in that first deportation. So, um, and Jehoiachin, the Jehoiachin came to the throne and he only reigned, um, sorry, uh, Jehoiakim, sorry. He only reigned for three months and that was in 597 BC. So there is the second deportation and during this time, Ezekiel was taken captive as well during uh, this second deportation. So Ezekiel was, you know, um, a contemporary of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah and of Daniel. So Jeremiah was, you know, an old man at this particular time and he had remained with the remnant in the land, um, you know, when it was taken captive and he was taken with them to Egypt, you know, when the remnant decided to go to Egypt and, you know, his ministry was, um, actually confined only to the remnant and, you know, that had actually gone to Egypt and they had taken him along. So Daniel was taken into the court of the king of Babylon, you know, when he went, they were in the first deportation, when they were taken captive to Babylon and he became, um, Nebuchadnezzar's prime minister. So Ezekiel was with the captives who had been brought down to the rivers of Babylon. So, um, and the rivers of Babylon here, there were the great canal off the river Euphrates. So, um, and this was actually several miles away when they were at that, that canal, you know, it was several miles away from Babylon and Ezekiel's ministry was with them. And we can actually, um, you know, in Psalms 137, you know, here we find, you know, the remnant actually, you know, lamenting and complaining, um, you know, when they were held captive. So um, in the book of Psalms, the remnant who had been uh, taken captive actually, um, you know, saying, you know, by the rivers of Babylon where we sat down, you know, um, and we remembered Zion. So Ezekiel was, um, Ezekiel had visions of God at that particular time so here in verse one you know while the remnant sat by the rivers and were weeping ezekiel is seeing visions of god so the prophet to he is a prophet to the remnants and it's in contrast with um you know the other prophets um uh, you know um of, of like the visions that the messages of ezekiel you know they were the most spiritual compared to all the other prophets and it's in contrast to the other three prophets that's uh, daniel jeremiah and um ezekiel himself so it's in contrast to that and um you know his prophets are the most spiritual because he dealt with the person of god so we find jeremiah is a prophet who deals with um is a prophet of the father and ezekiel is a prophet of the spirit isaiah is a prophet of the son so we have the father the son and the spirit the, the Holy Spirit. So Ezekiel is dealing, you know, he dealt with the person of God. So during the first years of the captivity, you know, the false prophets, um, you know, they were still saying that people were, you know, that, you know, the people were going to actually return to Jerusalem and that the city would not be destroyed. And, you know, then that, that was, it was during the first 
uh, deportation. And now there was um, the king um, Jehoiakim, who had actually just reigned for a short period of time for three months. And, um, you know, the nation hadn't yet been destroyed, but it had been, you know, it was under, you know, Nebuchadnezzar's rule. So it, they were saying it wasn't going to be destroyed. And at the second deportation, um, you know, until about between the years um, 586 and 587, Nebuchadnezzar came and, um, you know, he came the third time and he burned the city. He burned the temple. And in this period of 10 years, the false prophets that, um, you know, that were actually proclaiming, you know, that they would go back to Jerusalem and that didn't happen and it would not you know, they were, you know, in a period of 10 years, they kept on saying, you know, the city was not going to be destroyed. So Jeremiah had sent a message to Babylon that the city would actually be destroyed because by that time, Jeremiah was in Egypt and Ezekiel confirmed this message and he warned the people to turn to God before he could, uh, before they could actually return to Jerusalem. And, you know, when the time came, a small remnant actually returned to God and they returned to Jerusalem. So Ezekiel began his ministry, you know, five years after his captivity when uh, he was at the age of 30. So he was a young man by then. And Ezekiel spoke at the darkest days of the nation. So he stood at the bottom of the valley in the darkest corner. So he had, um, you know, he, 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 you know, in his ministry, he had met the false hopes given by the false prophets, the indifference and um, despondency that was begotten from the days of sin and disaster. So he, he acted out his teachings. He just didn't give out the parables, like, you know, um, the teachings and all. So he acted them out in order to get people's attention. He acted out as people would not listen to his teachings, you know, when he was teaching the word. So Ezekiel is the prophet of the glory of the Lord. So there are three prophets um, of Israel and, you know, and they spoke when they were out of the land. So, you know, there are three prophets that are actually mentioned in scripture. And this is Ezekiel, Daniel, and John at um, the Isles of um, Patmos. So, you know, and all three wrote um, an apocalypse. So they used highly symbolic languages and, you know, they saw the brightest light and held the highest hope for all the prophets. So Ezekiel saw the Shekinah glory of the Lord leave Solomon's temple and he saw the return of the glory of the Lord, which was projected, you know, onto the future. And that was the coming of Christ. And you know, will come to pass during the kingdom age, which is in the millennium. So the meaning of Ezekiel is seen in the coming of the glory during the kingdom. So Ezekiel looked beyond Christ's suffering to the glory that should follow. So, you know, Ezekiel is a prophet of the spirit. So he looked beyond that particular glory that was actually going to follow. He saw it better than any, you know, any other prophet. So in chapter one here, the book opens with a display of the glory as um, Dr. David McGee talks about um, and explains. So um, Dr. David McGee has divided, um, you know, the book into major divisions. And so here in chapter one to chapter seven, uh, the book 
the, 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 the book of Ezekiel talks about the glory of the Lord and the commission of the prophets when uh, Ezekiel was actually commissioned as a prophet. And then chapter 8 to chapter 24, it looks at the glory of the Lord and the compassion. Uh, the complete captivity of Jerusalem and Israel and the departure of the glory, the Shekinah glory that um, Ezekiel had actually witnessed leave the temple. And then um, chapters 25 to 32, it talks of the glory of the Lord and the judgment of the nations. And then finally, chapter 33 to chapter 48 talks about the glory of the Lord and the coming kingdom. So in chapter 1, um, the display of the glory of, of God. This is what this talks about. So this is not a vision, um, you know, of this particular age that we're in, this mechanical age. And, you know, other people have actually put it as a vision of, you know, um, the propeller planes, which is just to belittle and, you know, to, to, to belittle the word of God and, you know, it's just senile to actually think, you know, um, the vision is about a propeller plane. Um, so we have a vision of the glory of God in this particular chapter. So Isaiah here, the vision that he has is of the glory of God. It's not a vision of God, but a vision of the glory of God. So here, uh, the vision of God, but, you know, he doesn't, it's a vision of God, but we don't see God. Isaiah doesn't, uh, uh, sorry, Ezekiel doesn't see um, God. So, um, so here we just have, we have a vision of the glory of God and Isaiah here, um, he Isaiah looks at the principle of the throne of God. Jeremiah talks about the practice of the throne of God and Ezekiel here talks about the person that is on the throne. And that's the vision that he talks about here, the person that's on the throne. And we have the vision of God, uh, of God's chariot and God rides triumphantly in his, uh, you know, on his own chariot today. So we have here the God of you know, we have here the, the God of glory that's moving irresistibly through the through time. And this is the highest vision of God ever. So here, um, verse 1 of Ezekiel chapter 1 reads, Now it came to pass that in the 30th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the Shabbat, Shibar, by the river Shibar, uh, that's the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. So here he saw visions of God, um, but here we don't see God. He didn't say he saw God. He saw visions of God and it's important to note that. And so here scripture goes on to read in uh, verse two, it says on the fifth day of the month, which was in the fifth year of King Jehoiachin's captivity. So here, you know, we haven't yet come, um, to the destruction of Jerusalem. So the destruction of Jerusalem took place during Zedekiah's reign. That's what's important to actually note. So here we had the reign of um, Jehoiakim, who um, in the first deportation was taken captive, you know, the first time that Nebuchadnezzar went and, um, you know, broke down the walls of, of Jerusalem. Um, that was the first deportation. And they were taken captive into, they were taken into captivity um, during, um, the, that was the first deportation. And uh, the nation Israel wasn't destroyed. So they were taken into, uh, into captivity, into Babylon. And uh, King Nebuchadnezzar took, 
you know, the best of the best of the nation um, in order to go and rebuild and make Babylon one of the greatest nations. And Ezekiel was actually taken in the second deportation during the reign of Jehoachan. Jehoar, um, sorry, during the reign of, um, during the reign of Jehoachan. And Jehoachin actually reigned for um, 11 years. Yeah. So here, um, that was verse 2. So scripture goes on to read in verse 3. Um, the word of the Lord came mm, expressly to Ezekiel, the priest, the son of uh, Bazai, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river uh, Shabar, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. So here, um, Ezekiel was a, a priest, and he belonged to the Levite tribe. You know, it's a priestly tribe. And Shabar was the main canal that came from the Euphrates River. So it was, you know, a, a further distance away from, ba from, um, from actually Babylon. And these people were actually placed here so that they could actually till land and cultivate so verse 4 goes on to read then I looked and behold a whirlwind came a whirlwind was coming out of the north a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself and brightness was all around it and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire so here there was tremendous movement from god's throne and we have you know the light flashing forth so we here we have the glory of god so the vision that ezekiel is talking about here it's a vision of god but we don't see God. So this vision here, we have a vision of the glory of God. It's the highest vision um, of God. So here, this book is more, um, you know, because Isaiah is a prophet of, um, sorry, Ezekiel is a prophet of the Spirit. So here we have a contrast. He's a contemporary prophet from Jeremiah and, and, um, and, um, Daniel. So um, we have Jeremiah being a prophet of the Father and Ezekiel being a prophet of the Spirit and um, Isaiah being a prophet of the Son. So yeah, this is the introduction to the, you can just get a little bit of like more information of, you know, what is to expect from this particular uh, book. I'm excited about it because, um, you know, um, Ezekiel's teaching were more, he acted them out. And this is what I'm excited to actually read about and, you know, just kind of visualize so that people could actually, like he could draw crowds and people could actually concentrate on what he was teaching because people were not listening to him, you know, because they were coming from, you know, um, you know, Ezekiel was being met by, you know, these false prophets and, you know, um, people were um, indifferent um, because of, you know, the previous life, the sin, the sinful life, they were indifferent and they were um, despondent um, because of the days of sin and disaster that had actually um, happened to them. So this is why Ezekiel picked a different way of actually um, getting out the word and teaching. He enacted it. So yeah, 
this is um, the introduction to the book of Ezekiel. I'm excited. Hope you're all excited as well. Thank you all for listening in. God bless and have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.